Welcome back to the Parenting Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Diana. And I'm Paul. If you're new here, every episode we discuss a parenting topic and a different TV show that we have watched. And as a disclaimer, there will be a part where we give a spoiler warning. So don't worry if it's a show that you haven't seen. Maybe we'll put you on. That is usually the structure of our show. But today is going to be a special episode where we're going to talk about Ali's second birthday, a.k.a. our two-year parent anniversary. And for the time being, we're actually not going to be discussing any TV shows or movies that we have watched because we are striking in solidarity with the writers and actors strike. So Paul's going to tell us a little bit more about why we made that decision. That's right, Disney and all you other corporations, Parenting Plus has joined the picket line. And uh, Bob Iger is shaking in his boots right now. Right now, exactly. He was like, oh, I for sure thought Parenting Plus was on our side. Nope, psych. He's like, I thought they were raising Ali and watching TV. Damn. Not anymore. They just raising Ali now. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But um, yes, this is a very historic moment. So both writers and screen actors are striking at the same time, which hasn't happened since the 60s. And what that means essentially is that they're striking for fair, equitable wages, um, in particular around streaming. So in traditionally in a TV show that somebody's writing for, if that TV show is shown multiple times, like later down the road, say one of your favorite shows that you see reruns of on a traditional TV format, that person, um, writer, actor would get residuals, but in streaming, there's no real formula that has been agreed upon for actors and writers to receive residuals on. So, um, people are not being paid residuals for streaming. In addition, um, writers and actors are both making sure that they're not going to have their jobs replaced by AI. Yeah. It's so wild because like like they don't have adequate working conditions exactly. in the most lucrative business out there. Like, what is that to say for the rest of us? But anyway, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of uh, billions of dollars being made, and yet people are not being paid for their work. So. Yep, just like the writers and actors, we are not going to be supporting these production companies that will not uh, play ball. So, right. and and we know we have hundreds and thousands and millions of of uh, listeners that you know go out and check out every show we mention. So we wanted to make sure we contribute to the movement. Exactly. So, Parenting Plus in solidarity. Yes. So let's get into the topic of this episode, where we're going to talk about. Ali turning two, and we like to think of it as also our parent anniversary. So we try to do things uh, that celebrate us as well. So, Paul, tell us a little bit about why we made this decision. This is the second time we do it. What are what are our thoughts behind birthday party versus or and vacation, etc. For one, the question is, who is the party and who is the celebration for? If we're really celebrating our little one and ourselves because we like to call it our parent anniversary, I think the most important thing is for us to spend that time doing something we're really going to remember, enjoy, and for us as parents that's traveling, for our little one that's getting to explore new places. So I think traveling is the best thing that we've discovered for birthday celebrations. Yeah, and last year we went to Sequoia National Park for Ali's birthday and that was a good time I think also the idea of like hosting a party is stressful for us 
<laughs> but best believe that the moment Ali says, I want a birthday party with all my family and friends. Listen, those invitations are going to be sent out. Exactly. Because honestly, we want him to be able to celebrate and enjoy his birthday. And right now he's just not at an age where he's like, oh, hanging around with 30 people at the same time. That's a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So we went to Sequoia last year and it was a good time. And we went me you ali and my parents uh and this year we decided to go to we decided to venture into an international trip and we went to cabo ooh, ooh, ooh. and i want to talk about the journey to get there if you don't know we live in la it's about a two and a half hour flight so it doesn't sound too bad yet it was quite traumatizing <laughs> And I was fighting for my life the entire time. The entire time. The entire time. So I think that Ali welcomed us into the twos by by what how he acted on this trip. And so I want to start with like being at the airport because this is a narrative I haven't really seen. Ali was a thousand times worse at the airport than the flight. Which, honestly, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we got lucky that on the flight he was manageable and in the airport he was feral. But we get there, we get to the airport, we get off, unload the bags and stuff, and I'm checking us in, so I'm putting all our information in the little machine, and Ali's in a little stroller, and I thought we would have like a cool 25-30 minutes in the stroller because when usually when he's in a new place... He doesn't really try to like venture off or anything because he's a little bit intimidated. So he likes to get familiar with his surroundings before he ventures off. So I'm putting in the information in the machine and I look over where Ali, you and my mom and my dad are. And Ali's already wrestling, trying to get out of his stroller. And I hadn't even checked us in yet. We're not even 10 minutes into the trip. And I'm already like, what? This boy is trying to run around already? What is happening? So I already start to get a little bit nervous. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, we're in it. We're in it for the long haul here. So we get through TSA. Everything's pretty okay. We get to our gate because, you know, you have to check if it exists before you go and try to get food or anything. So I think it was like particularly busy and LAX is just huge, but there was just so many people everywhere. It was crowded, right? Like I felt like we couldn't really walk anywhere. It was just crowded. And I think that was really like overstimulating for Ali. So we get to our gate and he just wants to run around. If we try to hold his hand so he doesn't, you know, bump into people or run into God knows where, he gets pissed and tries to move his hand and throw himself back onto the floor. We got to the gate and I think, you know, realized it exists. And maybe a minute later, he was on the ground. He was rolling around in the dirty airport floor, just rolling his little head around. And I remember thinking like, I can't do this. Like, I cannot do this. I was like, what am I doing going on an international trip to Cabo with a two-year-old? Like, I was about to come on, I was about to go on TikTok and be so toxic. Like, I was really about to be like, here are five reasons why you shouldn't travel with a toddler. I was about to be like, get unready with me because I canceled my vacation trip. (laughs) I was about to be like, I was about to leave you there and 
make wish you the best on this vacation but he was rolling around on the ground he was screaming he was crying he was throwing his head back he was like trying to hit us he was swatting around and i thought we had our secret weapon because my mom and my dad were there and he loves his grandparents but he wasn't even going with them that's when i was also panicking i was like wow abuelita can't even get him to calm down what are we going to do eventually he found like an escalator and these like four flights of stairs that he just wanted to go up and down and up and down and it led to like a tunnel so i stayed with him for like 30 minutes or an hour just walking around there as he crawled on the floor and went upstairs and downstairs but it was like farther away from people so he felt a little bit more regulated i think then we switched off and you came and you were with him for another 30 or 45 minutes and i just i don't know it was quite quite rough and one thing i think was a rookie mistake i don't know if you would agree is like the stroller that we took oh absolutely we we really thought with it to describe the stroller i mean we were trying to be minimalist and we didn't want to bring his big stroller so we brought like a little tiny one and he felt very empowered to want to get off so that kind of messed us up the whole time and that was absolutely brutal and then on the plane we brought a car seat do you think if you were to redo the trip would you take the car seat or no yeah the the car seat was was definitely helpful um and we went back and forth with that decision like yeah actually if you didn't know this by the time uh little ones are two they have to pay for their own seat on the flight so we have to get him his own seat so either he was going to be jumping around all over us or sit in the car seat and we went back and forth on this decision but ultimately since it was a two and a half hour flight we're like maybe he'll feel like he's in a car and so we're like okay if we can get at least 30 minutes or an hour in the car seat that will make the risk very bearable and on the way there he was in the car seat the whole time yeah i, I think we were so prepared for the flight itself which is why the airport wait yeah was even harder because we were like okay mentally we were prepared he might not want to be in his car seat he might want to jump all around and the fact that he wasn't doing all doing the most on the plane made it so much more manageable but it was the element of surprise he hit us with for the rest of the trip yeah and it was so uncharacteristic for him like he's usually such a such a like chill kind of chill person the chill little one so everything threw me for a loop like i was uh when we landed in cabo i was like relieved obviously because nobody wants a screaming crying baby on a plane and he didn't do any of that he was a sweetheart watching motown magic on the on the way there and he wanted to watch a footage from my friend ophelia's wedding i don't know why <laughs> he loves watching that but when we landed i was like ugh, i just wanted to get to the hotel like that was it i just wanted to get and if you've been on an international trip you know that you land you have to go through immigration then you go through customs then you get your bags so we did that he was he was fine he stayed in his stroller for there we waited for the transport and i think he was getting by this time he was also getting close to nap time so we knew that he was going to be a little bit more um impatient uh so we get our transport and it's like about a 25 minute drive to the hotel and we get to the hotel i honestly couldn't even soak in how beautiful it was because i just knew i wanted to get him to nap like let's get him to a bed i know he's about he's like four or five seconds from wilding out because he needs a nap now by this time it's what three o'clock three p.m mm-hmm 
Yeah, so we're checking in and stuff, and we're like, okay, let him stretch his little legs, let him walk it around. The place is super nice, like oh, almost too nice that you could hear his echoes everywhere because it was so quiet and fancy. And he starts walking around and walking around, and then he falls and busts his lip. <laughs> like five minutes into arriving at the hotel. We're like, you couldn't wait. 10 minutes before falling in and make your lip like swollen <laughs> right i was like oh my poor poor baby so so we finally get to the hotel we get him down for the nap and at this point i'm exhausted i'm hungry i haven't eaten i think i had like a bite of food all day because i was so anxious and stressed and i knew that i was four or five seconds from losing it that i could not possibly eat uh yeah yeah so i had to deal with two cranky babies yeah meanwhile paul was living his his best life asking for every damn snack from the flight attendants <laughs> i have video evidence i swear oh my god okay when the flight attendants come and ask you for a snack it's rude to turn them down so yeah, I, was, I accepted them happily. i was on edge the entire time i actually felt bad i felt like i was being rude to you i feel like i was being rude to my parents but i was just no not at all i was just so snappy and like tired and anxious and scared and your mind, your mind was on the money. You were embarrassed. You were about the mission. I was about my Cheez-Its. Yeah, but anyway, I think that when we scheduled a flight, we thought about having an early flight so that by the time we got to our destination, worst case scenario, if he hadn't napped, he would nap when we got there. And this is very much in the weeds, but if you're a parent, you know this is very, very important. But now, thinking back, I think that I would do a flight later in the day so that we could have some opportunities for Ali to get fresh air because I think that's what messed him up we went from home to the car one hour to the airport to the airport to the flight like I don't know what do you think would you do things differently in terms of the flight there yeah it was just like woke up and then automatically he's in travel mode so yeah if we had some time to like kind of acclimate him to the day kind of start his regular morning routine and then get ready for a flight later in the day and that probably would have served as well and it's just one of those things you can't predict these things you could plan it all out to see what would be the best fit but honestly like he's just going to determine what he wants to do at the end of the day yeah yeah because then if it's close to nap time he might be cranky if it's a red eye he might not sleep so i don't know but overall once that was the travel day. The next day was his actual birthday. And so that day was really fun. And we had a great time once we got out of that unlimited because we started, we stayed at an all-inclusive place. Once we got out of the food and drinks in us, room service, then it felt like, okay, we're on vacation. Oh, yeah. We were big chilling day yeah. two. Overall, how did you enjoy the trip? Your first time in Mexico. Highlights. Anything you want to share for how you celebrated your two-year parent anniversary? Oh, it was a ball. Like I've never been to a resort before, never been to Mexico before. So everything was new to me. I was feeling it. I was really enjoying it. The concept of a pool where you can swim to the bar, that was just wild like to me. So um, I, I really enjoyed myself. And like the fact that we got to do it with family was, you know, just made it even better. So definitely, definitely 10 out of 10 would do it again. And my parents the whole time were like, are you having fun, Paul? Like Cancun is so much better. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, they were, they, they were like, you could tell us, you could be for real. Do you like this? Do you not? And I was like, I am loving this. But, you know, they were trying to just make make sure I wasn't lying. Yeah, yeah. And we had a great time and got some uh, time in the beach, got to like lay out and some um, 
beds by the beach. I always feel like I say that wrong. Cabana, cabana. Yeah, one of those. Cabana, but it was a good time. It was. Um, Just like it's been so long since I felt like real leisure, like yes, real like I'm gonna wake up, take my time, do whatever I want to do. Like obviously we're we're there with a child, so we kind of have to be a little bit more structured. But, you know, let's just walk over to the pool. Let's walk over to the beach. We're not, like, doing anything productive. We're just literally trying to figure out what's the best way we can enjoy our day. Like, that was that was just what made it so special. Yeah, and on that note, I think we went back and forth with, like, is this the best time to travel to, like, an all-inclusive, to a beach place? Because it's, like, at least two, he still naps, all this stuff. Listen, by the time it was his nap time every day, it was time for us to get a break and also watch The Office or also just lay down. And it was so hot. So we we needed those breaks as much as Ali did. So it worked out overall, like, it did. And... On the note of my parents, I would not have survived if they didn't travel with us. <laughs> so For real. honestly, I feel so grateful and I'm just like thankful that they, you know, are with us, that they have time off their jobs, that they have the means to also come, that they wanted to. They had a good time with their with their grandchild also. But and then they also had a, a great time without us because they also took their time yep. to be like, we're going here, we're going there. They were just living their best life. But overall, like, I think it's scary, the idea of traveling with a toddler. And believe me, when I was en route I was like, this is, I was feeling, I was having some really dark thoughts, honestly. I was about what it means to be a parent and still have fun and still travel. Cause I know that's a lot of things, like people consider that when deciding to have kids or not. It's like, can I still li- live like my lifestyle? And whenever I notice that coming over you, I could just see a look in your face. And I was like, <laughs> Um, yeah, it's going to be time for daddy and Ali to take a little walk. Let's, let's, let's give mommy a minute to just decompress. <laughs> you could tell my face. <laughs> nah, nah, no, your face was great. It was great. Everything was great. It was Meanwhile, perfect. you're like, where are the cheeses? But anyway, um, the last thing I want to say in terms of, adv- uh, I want to talk about advice that we would give to any parents deciding to travel with a toddler. Um, but one thing that I loved the place that we stayed. It was all inclusive. The food was really good. I thought the food was good. I don't know if you would agree. Oh, it was hidden. It was a beautiful. It was just aesthetic and it was beautiful. And also it just wasn't kid friendly. And um, when we were choosing the place, I was definitely like, you know, there are places where they have like you know raging waters type stuff with like slides and all these water things for kids but i'm like ali is too like he was literally in the pool playing with an orange like if it was a ball for like two hours so you know he doesn't need much to be entertained so what i prioritize is like finding a hotel that had good food and that was going to be pretty and it definitely was but it was also like very i think catering to like childless people uh, so all the restaurants were really fancy. Um, you could hear Ali drop a fork and clink, clink, clackety clack all over the tables. I was like, damn, these amazing acoustics. <laughs> they have such good acoustics. Um, but yeah, one time we asked for a high chair and they didn't even, they were like, oh, um, they look like they had never been asked for a high chair ever. So I was like, oh, this is even, that's a r- big red flag. So overall, it's like really hard to do research and decide where would be the best for your family. And I feel like I I like the place, but I definitely would do things differently if we were to travel again. Um, 
but the way I feel right now, I don't think I would travel with him for a cool minute. We don't have to think about that now. We don't. We don't. We know. But, but didn't you say um, the plane ride we were on, which Ali was by far not the worst child in terms of his ooh. behavior on the pr- plane ride home? On the plane ride home, he was such ooh. a little trooper. He was such a trooper. And he was oh, yeah. awake from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., my poor baby. And not once did he like throw a fit, like nothing. Um, he was, he was, he was a sweet, a sweetheart. Um, and I, this is random, but I felt like the, uh, airport at Cabo was just more, I don't know. The vibes were just different for parents versus LAX versus being in the U S I don't know. Maybe that's just me projecting my critiques of the, of the, this country, but I just felt way more at ease in, in Cabo. So that airport was much more, um, it was not relaxing, but it was much more manageable with Ali and then the plane ride back, you know, for a cool five or six rows behind us. Everybody had a toddler, a kid. I think that, you know, a couple people on that plane ride probably decided not to have children <laughs> after <laughs> after those two and a half hours. So all that to say is that Ali was a trooper. He was on the way back. But before we close off, any advice that you would give to parents thinking about traveling with a toddler any essentials whether it's like a thing or a mindset mindset wise i think just know what you're looking forward to because i think that first day um on ali's actual birthday we just like had so much fun and like that made everything worth it and then like some days were a little bit harder a little bit longer but knowing that you're just gonna get you know one moment that's gonna be really fun and make the whole thing worthwhile is what you should do it for and not for three or four or five straight days of endless bliss. Like think about that one moment that you're like, ah, this was just worth it. And, um, that for me is, was, was important. Um, and then one thing I think just, just keep in mind, like what is your little one into? And like for Ali, the really clutch thing, we had no idea how clutch it was going to be. He has this tiny little chair that we sat him yes. in next to the pool and he spent days just sitting in that thing, just dumping himself with water and if we didn't have that, who knows how tough it would have been to like let him have fun. But that tiny little thing is something that he loved to play with. So just bring something that you know your little one already enjoys and maybe that'll make the trip that much more fun for them. He also sat uh, beachside in that chair playing with sand. My kid, he's just a little king. He is. He is. Yeah, definitely. I would agree. I want to shout you out. You know, I don't normally like to give Ayo. props to dads for doing the bare minimum, but you did the bare maximum Ayo. on this Ayo. trip. But honestly, you held me down because, oh my God, I, y'all don't understand like how stressed I was. Like I really, even when we got there, I wanted to cry. Cause I was like, did we just endure that? Like it was rough and you held it down. You were like, okay, I'm going to take him now or, oh, he's fine. He's not hungry or I'll carry him. It's 98 degrees. I'll carry him and you did everything while we were there i feel like you changed every diaper you got him ready for every meal you changed all of his clothes you you gave him bath every night like you were holding it down yeah i appreciate that so thank you for that that's what i do thank you did it feel like did you feel stressed at all no it's it's knowing that you're stressed that leaves me completely in in a lack of stress i'm like <laughs> I, I, I like because if i feel one shred of stress i feel like i'm gonna break down so i'm like let me hold it together we we need this right now and for me it's just like 
not wanting to open the floodgate of like this was a mistake and this was you know this is too hard because i feel like if i can be toxically positive enough <laughs> for just a few minutes like once we get through that episode then we're like all right we can enjoy this so i'm just like let's get through this moment and get to the part that's going to be really enjoyable and luckily it worked we'll see next time if that if that same <laughs> strategy works i definitely have a video where i recorded myself fighting for my life and rethinking all my life choices and then i pan the camera over to you and you were just like do 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 that's the other thing i just be in a whole different world sometimes so that helps too it definitely does but if you want to know more details of like you know uh baby items that we took or just like you know all the essentials for being on the beach side with a toddler or doing an international trip or just flying with a toddler let us know because we can talk about it for days for days but overall it was a great great time and i think i would love to keep this tradition of like every year we just take a different trip i love that but thank you all for listening and support wga and the screen actors guild and make sure you check us out on social media at parenting plus podcast on instagram and tiktok we'll catch you next time peace Thank you.